here we are with another episode of the Life with Andres podcast brought to you by Tailored Life Apparel. Head on over to www.tailoredlifeapparel.co. Enter your information and get all the updates for our upcoming drop here in the next couple of months. Without further ado, let's get into this new one. As some of you may know, uh, through my coaching program, I not only coach uh, kind of like a one-on-one on a personal level, but I also coach uh, entrepreneurs, business owners, and team members at, at, at that. And the number one thing that I get asked for is to help create or help build a culture or help define what the culture should be or help take a culture from being a negative culture to a positive culture. And I think without a doubt, we can all agree that everybody wants a positive culture. Nobody wants a toxic culture in their company. Um, But just like everything else, we have to understand what, as leaders, you really want. Right. So this is going to be dedicated more towards the entrepreneurs, the business owners, and, and such. But I think the first question is understanding what it is that you want. You know, And I'm going to say that because so many times we think we want something, but then if I were to explain to you and say, you know what, you have four different types of culture to pick from, and these are the pros and cons. Would you still want the one that you think you want if you knew what the cons of that would be? And it's difficult because, you know, I'm pretty sure you've heard it and it goes around and around and around that everybody says, you know, I want my company, I want my team members, I want that culture to feel like family. And it's great, but there's some cons to it. There's there's some things that you might not like, right? Because it's going to be good when everything's good, but when it's not good, then you're not going to appreciate that family feel. And I think we're going to all understand that, right? If we're just talking about even our own immediate families or our extended families, there's some things we really love about it. And then there's some things that we really don't enjoy, whether it's people's opinions or people's opinions at the wrong time or people, you know, challenging our decisions. Um, It rubs us the wrong way. And in business, it's the very same thing. You know, so when we talk about culture in business or in companies, um, there's a book I read many years ago and, and I actually picked it up and kind of went into a little bit deeper, uh, I would say about three or four months ago because I had a client that was inquiring about that. And there seems to be that the, there's four cultures in business, right? And one is the clan culture. One is the etocracy culture. One is market culture. And the last one is hierarchy culture. So the clan culture is the one that I want to focus on today because again, that's what I hear a lot of people want. And the difficult thing with that is, again, just like a family feel, then you have to be open, right? Obviously, the positive of having a client culture is that everybody can give input, right? Everybody's equal, at least from from an input or a suggestion or an opinion um, platform, right? There's, there's some really good to that, right? The team is happy, right? They all enjoy working together, kind of, again, just like a family, right? Communication sometimes is better within the team because they all feel that they're at the same level. They all feel that they're, you know, everybody's kind of pushing towards the same goal, which is for everybody to have just a positive time while at work. But when we talk about the cons of that clan culture or the family culture, right? Now we're open to suggestions at any time, right? We we're open to different types of suggestions. We're different. We're open to different points of view, 
And that sometimes can, you know, ruffle the feathers of leadership. And again, this, this episode is directed more towards the leaders that, that listen because this is something that we really need to understand is, one, do we really want that? Do I, you know, do I really mean when I say that I have an open door policy that at any given time, somebody can walk through the door and give me their opinion? At any given time, somebody can walk through that door and challenge maybe some of the thoughts that I had, right? Or maybe about, you know, doing something differently. Because that's a big thing. And in my experience, I've come to learn that a lot of the leaders that consider themselves leaders, they're not really open to that. They don't really want the challenge. They want more of the what I say goes. Or they want more of the, you know, there, there's this feeling of I know better. I know better than you. And the last one is it's my business. I can do what I want, which is fine. Well, one thing I want to make clear is, is as I go through these episodes talking about the different cultures, I want to be clear that there's no right or wrong culture. It's just there's not enough clarity from leadership down on what the culture should be. So when you have a toxic culture, you have to ask yourself, like, what did I do to create that? And take a, you know, a little bit deeper dive. And have I given it the necessary guidance to not be a toxic culture? But the first question we have to ask ourselves is, what do I want out of my, my business? How do I want my employees to feel? And of course, again, overwhelmingly, we will say that we want our employees to feel good. We want our employees to feel happy at work. And I've even heard it. I want my employees to feel that they have ownership in this business. But you can't say that you expect them or that you want them to have ownership, but you're not giving them the proper guidance to feel that way. Or being, you know, having ownership is I can say whatever I want when I want it. I can change something right now. Why? Because I feel I have ownership. But if there's no structure or framework around that, or what does that even mean? Or where can you have ownership? Then how do we expect employees or our team members to understand that? Right? So, again, the pros of a clan culture or a family culture, as it's known, it's everybody's happier. Why? Because they feel they can give their opinion whenever they want. But from a leadership standpoint, that might not go with what it is that we're trying to accomplish. Why? Because we constantly have opinions. We're constantly challenged. Now, if you're seeking that type of culture because you feel that having that open, that having that open door policy or having other people's opinions in your ear will help you maybe think differently and actually take into account that these opinions are different than yours and maybe make different decisions, then perfect. And this is where the conversation starts from me as a coach to my business clients is if we can agree that that's what you want and that you are going to be okay with that, then yeah, let's move forward, right? But we can't deny and not talk about the bad things that come with having that type of culture. Why? Because you will have this inability, right? You have so many voices in your ear, depending on how many team members you have. You will have a lot of voices in your ear. And I will use the analogy of being a father, right? I have two kids and... Uh, let's be honest, they don't always agree on what they want, <laughs> right? Even for food. We're going to go out to eat. What do you guys want? Two totally different things. And now, you know, my wife and I have a decision to make of, honestly, who are we going to let down? And who, who who's going to, who are we okay with 
you know, being sad for the next hour or two because they didn't get what they wanted. Right now, the majority of the time we can all agree and we can talk them down from being sad or mad and everything turns out okay. But in a, in a business environment or in a work environment, it's difficult. Why? Because let's just say you have a team of 10 people. There's 10 different opinions. And if I have 10 different opinions, including mine now, there's 11, it's going to make my decision tougher. Why? Because I have to think about those people's feelings and their emotions and how my decision, or if I take and just say, I'm going to go with my decision because I just feel it's best for the business. Now I have 10 people that are upset. And if we take it a step further, now I have 10 people that if I keep doing that over and over and over again, at some point in their mind, like, why should I offer my opinion again? If it's just going to get looked over or if it's just, again, going to get pushed away. So this is where understanding, like, do you really want that type of culture? And for clan culture specifically, there's a lot of good with it. And there's a lot of bad with it. It's just, do you have the systems and processes to deal with both sides, the good and the bad? And in my experience, there's a lot of people that feel you know, just from the outside that they have that client culture or the family culture and they really don't, you know, and, and sometimes it's kind of a slap in the face. And I've had, I've had business clients challenge me when I assess, you know, their business model and obviously their culture. And, you know, after assessing it, it's, you really don't have a client culture. You know, you have one of the other three cultures. Now there's nothing wrong with it. I just need you to understand that. Because the sooner you can understand and you can have clarity on that subject, then you'll have less stress, less anxiety. And honestly, you'll understand your business a lot better. You'll understand why certain employees feel a certain way so often, right? It's because you're trying to head in one direction with the culture when you're not fitting the bill for that culture. You're fitting it for another one. And how can we get to understanding and kind of deciphering which one that is? So now everybody understands, right, how this business is run. Everybody understands why certain decisions are being taken a certain way or why I don't even have input. As an employee, I would rather know right now if my opinion matters or not, right? It's not, it, it, it's, it has nothing to do with my job performance. Because if I come into a business understanding that I am here to do, do job A and B and my they don't need my opinion, they don't need my suggestions, they don't need my input on any of these things or any of these topics, I'm just here to do work, then I can't be mad. Why? Because I signed up for that. But if I come into a business and I'm promised, right, if I come into a job and I'm promised that all oh, the culture is like this, like you'll give your input, your feedback and everybody's the same and everybody, you know, we're all on the same page. We're a big, happy family. And then it's not that, then whose fault is it? Right. I was essentially brought into an environment being promised one thing and it's something totally different. So clarity, just like any other topic, clarity is key. And it's even more important when you're leading a group of people, because if you don't have the clarity as a leader, how do you expect your team members to have clarity. And more importantly, how can you expect for there not to be any frustration if you're saying one thing, but you're doing something totally different? 
and this is frustration on both parts, right? It's frustration for the team members. Why? Because they're they have no idea why what's being said isn't being done. And for you, it's frustration because you have an idea that you're functioning a certain way because you want a certain result, but you're not getting the result from the team. And there's this, there's obviously there's a disconnect. So how can we make this better? And again, for me, with my coaching clients, it's let's just assess, first off, what culture do you have right now? And does it connect or does it equal the culture you actually f- want to have? Nine times out of 10, if you don't take a look under the hood for these type of things in business, nine times out of 10, they don't match up. Nine times out of 10, it's it couldn't be further from the truth of, of where you really are. So I invite you to take a look under the hood. And for these next couple of episodes, I'm going to dive deep into um, the other three cultures just to get a little bit more clarity on what the difference is and really understand the pros and cons of it so you can decide which culture you want. Really understanding why. Because as as good as a, and as happy as a family sounds in business, it does no good to everybody involved in that family if everybody's pulling a different direction. And what I mean by everybody is leadership is going right and the team is going left because left is the family culture. And the leader's going right. Why? Because they want all the positive things about the family culture, but they don't want people in their ear because they know it all. And more importantly, they know what's better for their business. So I'll leave you guys with that. Like I said, stay tuned for the next couple of episodes. Um, we'll talk about the, the other three cultures and hopefully gain you know a little bit of traction and, and help for, for you leaders out there that are maybe struggling with this. And once you kind of look under the hood, you'll understand why there's been friction, why there's been some misunderstanding, and more importantly, why there's been kind of like the stress feeling you know, on, on how things are being approached uh, within your business. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while.